0: I got some stuff. What's up, Kara?
1: Hi. What do you got?
0: Oh, I, I said, uh, I, I was telling Jay, I said, I made a mistake. Um, I kind of prepared for this one.
1: What? How dare you?
2: <laughs> We're supposed to just be going by the seam of our pants here. You're actually, like, trying and shit. <laughs>
0: Hello and welcome to the Completely Unprepared Podcast. My name is David. I'm Jordan.
1: Hi, I'm Kira.
0: And I can hear somebody's TV in the background. I'm guessing that's yours, Jay?
1: Nope. Nope. It
0: was. Yeah, so uh, how'd you guys enjoy that uh, conference championship weekend?
2: Uh, it was good. I watched a lot of tennis.
1: <laughs> uh, I Sorry. watched the first game and was super into it, and I got kind of sad that the Jaguars blew that lead, and so I got really, really drunk.
2: Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Um, who 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 can we blame for that? Who could have jinxed that game and ruined it, <clears throat> David? <clears throat> uh, what? Yeah, I don't. Uh... With ten minutes left in the game, David's like, "Oh my God, the Jags are actually going to win." Oh, no,
1: did he seriously? Yeah, right? Did he learn nothing from the Steelers game? (laughs) No.
0: I was never optimistic during the Steelers game. (laughs) I was before it. The entire week before it, I was very optimistic, but at no point during the Steelers game was I optimistic. (laughs) Accurate. That was great. No, that one Uh, one still kind of hurts. But, hey, at least Blake Bortles is not going to be... in a Super Bowl. Although that would have it would have been oh, yeah. it would have been kinda of funny to uh to do with the Blake Bortles, Nick Foles.
1: Right. That's what I was just about to say.
0: Yeah.
2: Plus plus just going back a step. I whenever someone beats my team, I want them to go all the way. Because at least then you can be like, Yeah, but they won the title. True. We might have we might have lost, but they won the Super Bowl. But exactly. when you, you know they just go the next week and they get trounced, it's like, oh we yeah. played against a close game against that.
0: You can go back and you can and you can be like, oh yeah, you know this quarterback only, you know, never made it to a Super Bowl, but he made it to three conference championship games and lost to, you know, Brady, Manning, and Roethlisberger, and you'd be like, oh okay, I, I understand it now. Yeah. That kind of that kind of thing, <clears throat> making up that player, of course, because <laughs> I doubt that there's I I. I'm willing to guess that there isn't a player who has lost to Manning, Brady, and Roethlisberger in a conference championship game. That wouldn't make sense to me.
2: No, especially seeing as the Patriots have gone to what, like the last seven in a row? <laughs> uh,
0: championship games, yes. Yeah. See, okay, so I'm, I'm going to get true. right into it. This is what has been frustrating me all day.
1: <laughs> Didn't take us very long.
0: No, 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 no. You it, get it's... all five minutes in. It's been really annoying because I keep hearing. So I got up this morning and uh, and I checked Twitter, and there was a tweet from uh, this conservative guy I follow, at Matt Walsh blog. He's a conservative guy, so don't hate me if you hate all of his tweets. Um, tweeted out: I hate the Patriots, but it is mind boggling how they've dominated the league for two decades. No team in any sport in any era has come close to such a sustained level of spectacular success. If you like sports, you should appreciate it. You'll never see anything like it again. Hmm. And that ruined my day. (laughs) Because I was like, I can think of three teams off the top of my head that have done similar things. So I went ahead and I did the research. Uh, And and we're going to run through it real quick. The Red Devils, a.k.a. Manchester United. From 1992 to 2013, Manchester United won 13 out of 21 league titles. They placed second five times and third three times. In 21 years, they never placed less than third in the league.
1: 21 years.
0: 21 years in a row. In that time span, they won the title three years in a row twice. And on two separate occasions, they won the title two years in a row. I mean,
2: on one level, I feel you, but then on the other hand, it's soccer. That's not a real sport.
0: I thought you were going to say that. So, in (laughs) 30 years, the Montreal Canadiens won 16 titles. Okay. So you go from soccer to hockey? I thought you'd say that too. So, (laughs) in 13 years, the Boston Celtics won 11 titles.
2: Yeah, Didn't all the other titles in that like twenty-year span go to the Lakers. Just
0: uh, about I,
1: like what three of
2: them? Uh, I mean, there's got to be more than that because, like, during the '70s and '80s, it was the Celtics and the Lakers. Because that because that's cool. the nature of the NBA is it's very dynasty based. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. So, know, so, so in the, the '90s there was the Bulls' domination. Now we have, or for early 2000s there was the Lakers. Now we have the Cavs and we have the. Uh, Golden State Warriors both just dominating. It's just so such you a dynasty-based have, sport. Like,
1: one or two other teams that are always vying in the competition, but the, yeah. for the most part, the titles are never as reflective, and, I mean, there's rarely as much parity. I mean, you can kind yeah. of get into that with EPL, too. Like, obviously you have one team that's going to be incredibly dynamite for so long, but you always have other ones that are kind of Lurking under the surface, they just never make it, and that's why like that tweet is such bullshit. Because across all other sports, like you have the dynasty teams that fucking spend a lot of money and that are always going to be there in the record books. But it
0: doesn't. I mean, it honestly doesn't have to be about the money because <sighs> now now we're dealing with now we're dealing with salary caps, right? LeBron James has been to seven straight NBA finals. And yeah. there's a salary cap. Sure, there's a luxury tax, but there's a salary cap for the league, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, you also
1: have sponsorships, which are so <clears throat> much more prevalent in NBA than they are NFL. So he's obviously getting a salary cap, but who knows how much? I mean, I'm sure it's public record somewhere, but he's making a shit ton on top of that salary cap because of sponsorships.
0: Right. No. No. So the salary cap is going to apply to the whole team, but but he he carries a max contract. He's yeah. carried – I'm, I'm sure he's carried a max contract throughout the last seven years during the time when he's been able to pull out – actually, I'm not sure about that. He might not have in Miami when they built that team. He might have yeah. taken a pay cut to put those three yeah. players on one team. But I'm not going to do that much work. Um, <laughs> The the other one is Michael Jordan was 6-0 and in the finals, doing, winning three in a row twice, all within 10 years.
2: Yeah. Another name I'm going to throw out there because uh, – no one else will. Uh, Serena Williams turned pro in 1995, so 22 years ago, uh, not including this season, obviously. In that time period, she won, she's won 72 WTA titles. She won 23 Grand Slams with only 29 appearances in the finals. Uh, you, you want to talk about dominance. That woman is yeah. fucking dominant.
0: And I think it was it, it was either Federer or N- Nadal who did something great like a year ago, and and the, um, the commentator asked him and said uh, said Wow, this is pretty amazing. Nobody's ever done this before. Or, or how's it feel to be the first person to do this? And he said, uh, I think Serena actually uh, did it this year. Yeah,
1: that was the greatest. <clears throat> um, yeah.
2: The, the other one was, and uh, I don't know, I don't remember that one in particular. But in I, I mass- might have
0: butchered it, but that's fine.
2: No, Last right. July, Andy Murray. When they asked, they asked him, uh "You know, this is the first time that uh, an American has made it to the final." And before he could even like, fi- they could finish what they were saying. He's
0: like, "American man," right? Yeah. Yeah, that like, might have like, oh, actually oh, been. Oh, 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 oh yeah. Yeah, that yeah, might have yeah. been what I was thinking. Did um... you
1: guys see the little continuing on the Serena like? circle jerk which I will gladly contribute to any day uh did you guys see uh um, Marshawn Lynch's interview where they were like do you feel like yes. if you were to go up against Serena Williams it would be a disadvantage and he's like fuck yeah it would be a disadvantage and they're like why because she's pregnant and he's like nah bitch because she's Serena Williams yeah. <laughs> like... would you want to play tennis against Serena Williams even though she's super pregnant no
0: that's an unfair advantage that she's pregnant Oh, nigga, that is
1: has some <laughs> <laughs> ping pong or something,
0: but hell no, I ain't playing. <laughs> that was my favorite of all of
2: them. It's so great. Um, there, also, I, have, I have real quick. Just a factoring that stat I have, uh, I have, when I said when I said uh, twenty two years. She also took off most of last season because yeah, she was pregnant. Yeah. After winning the Australian last year.
1: With I, the child of one of the founders of Reddit. No big yeah.
0: deal. No, no, Most random thing ever. No big deal at all. <laughs> the question is, will that kid actually be athletic, or will they just be really good at...
1: Uh... Dude, that kid's going to do whatever the fuck they want.
0: Yeah, that's That fair. kid's going to rule the world. They're going to no, save no. us. Um, that's, a, that's a savior that we all need.
1: I'm placing all of my hope in Alexis <laughs> Jr.
0: <laughs> there was an honorable honorable mention... In my my tweet anger, and, and that was the fact that the uh, the Buffalo Bills have still done something that Tom Brady has never done, which is go to four straight Super Bowls. Yeah. They might not have won any of them, but they still went to four straight Super Bowls.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs>
0: um,
2: to to say they were bad because they didn't win any of them is
0: absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, it's yes. it's just blatantly ignorant, is what it would be. Yeah. <laughs> especially since if uh if they didn't have the equivalent of uh josh scoby they would have won
1: oh josh granted <sighs> granted
0: that he's a great was, he's a great kicker i was just gonna say granted that kicker was actually good but he choked like like no other he was yeah he was choking it, on a scoby snack
2: yeah but you know what every
0: coach ever will tell you don't let the the game be chosen by the kicker Oh, absolutely, and that's and that's what every player on the team will say is, "Well, I could have done this play differently. I could have done yeah. this play differently." And, and and now and now we need to address just one thing that I'm sure anybody listening to this who is you know more a football fan than anything else and a fan of Tom Brady might be yelling at us right now, which is football is different. There's 26 starters essentially. There's you know mm-hmm. 11 on either side of the ball plus a punter, a kicker, a long snapper, and a return t- man. So there's there's essentially 26 starters. Whereas in all of the other sports that we just named, there's a maximum of eleven starters. So, so there's, it's a little different. Um, Yeah, Serena Williams had to do it by herself. (laughs) I (laughs) would.
1: Well, and also not to mention like the volume of games. I mean, the number of matches that Serena Williams has played in her career is far outpaces. But when it comes to football, I think you're right. I think that yes, obviously you're going to have your dynasties and the Patriots are, you know, creating incredible feat for that sport. Yeah. I mean, when you look at other teams who have dominated the NFL for as long as the Patriots have in the modern era, I mean, it it really has only been since the 70s and you could say the Steelers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, outside of that, that's when you get into like, The or like the origins, uh, like football back before the Super Bowl era, and you can't really compare that to a whole lot of other things.
0: Although, although to be honest, I think the dominance that was the Seahawks defense over the last like six years is up there as well. Oh yeah, well that was also challenged by the Broncos defense. Uh, Yeah, but they didn't sustain it. They didn't sustain it the way that Seattle did. That's true.
1: Well, I think it's a good point to make that each team, not each team, I mean, like, you could also argue, like, the Cleveland Browns, wow, you might never see a feat like that in professional (laughs) sports ever again. They just are so sustainably sucking. Yeah, but, like, each team kind of does have its thing that it's particularly good at, at least for long periods of time. And once you're able to sustain that facet of it, I mean, Broncos obviously weren't able to for defense, but...
2: And the Browns thing that they're good at is being terrible.
1: Exactly. Well, <laughs> because they create that culture. Like there's a message
0: around it. I I still think I still it think sucks. looking at all these that the most impressive is the uh, is Manchester United over 21 years in the Premier League. The English Premier League is. Uh, I, I mean, you could say arguably. I would say definitely the top league in the world in terms of soccer, but Mm -hmm. they grab their players from the entire globe from the sport that is the most popular, which means the level of players that are coming to England are at such uh, a a level that to be able (laughs) to sustain, you know, uh, no, literally no worse than third over 21 years is just mind boggling to me. Now, part of that reason is that the year that that's, that that streak started, 92, mm-hmm. was the same year that David Beckham started with them. That so helps. David Beckham is was uh, there, Tom Brady and and it's a they, catalyst. Well, and in that time span that they won all of that, listen to the players that they had and and you'll you'll recognize some of them, you won't recognize all of them, but know that they're all important. Wayne um, Rooney. Wayne Rooney played with them from 2004 to 2017. Uh, Paul Scholes played with them from 93 to 2011 and then again from 12 to 13. Ryan Giggs played with them from 1990 to 2014. Rude Van Nistelrooy played with them from 2001 to 2006. Peter Schmeichel, Rude. one of the greatest goalkeepers of all time, 91 Schmeichel? to 99. Michael Schmeichel. Schmeichel? Schmeichel. Schmeichel. <laughs> yeah, his name is, is Peter Schmeichel.
1: Are you sure it's not Peter Schmeichel?
0: Peter Schmeichel? <laughs> his his son is the goalkeeper of Leicester City, who won the title a couple years ago.
1: Dude, imagine having to play under the team Leicester City. Like, oh, well, you know, we're okay. Like, we're not more city. No, no,
0: no, no. Le- 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 Leicester.
1: Oh, never mind. I thought you said Leicester.
0: Not no. Leicester, as in Mo Leicester.
1: Oh, uh, also yeah. Leicester
0: City. Kind of. Mm-hmm. There's a C in there, but yes, kind of. Um, yeah, it looks more like Leicester. And then Cristiano Ronaldo <laughs> played with them from I 2003 sure, to 2009, yeah. and Rio Ferdinand from 2002 to 2014. So they had some of the best players in the world over that time span as well. I mean, as, yeah. you, as and you I understand. And I
2: think it's also hard, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I imagine it's a lot harder to be uh, dominant in soccer because a, a freak kick can lose you a game. You know, yes. Like, a freak touchdown rarely will lose you a game.
0: Yeah, and, and... If you're playing dominantly. And I didn't do the amount of work to figure out how many of those titles were within what margin. I would be mm-hmm. willing to guess that, that a fair amount of those titles were within, you know, two losses. Um, yeah. Just because it's it's hard to have a runaway title. Although Manchester City is making a goddamn run at it right now, and it's pissing me the fuck off. But... um. Because Manchester United is sitting in second right now, and they're like 12 points behind. It's, it's ridiculous. Um, but yeah, so I, I'd be willing to bet that a lot of those are were really close, and, and you probably could have gone back and, and just said, if this kick doesn't happen right and that kick doesn't happen right, then this doesn't happen. The whole thing doesn't happen.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But, I mean, that's what, you know, that that was... uh watching the mic'd up from i think it was the oh what was it i think it was the super bowl it's it's kind of escaping no no no, no. yeah it was super bowl 40 um 3 42 hi 43 i think it was the, it was the one where oh thank you <laughs> it okay. was it, it was the uh, i think it was 43 when the Steelers played the Cardinals, and you had I don't know. you had Santonio Holmes on the sidelines saying, you "Gotta be great. You got what it takes to be great. Do we got what it takes to be great?" And then they come back and they win that.
2: What is it? So the answer was yes. Yeah,
0: they. they <laughs> well, the one saying it was the one who did, and then of course they didn't give him a long contract. But you know, whatever.
1: Hey, greatness begets greatness.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean we'll see how uh this is another question that's been kind of in my head uh today cuz i mean we could we could go in and out on the actual games themselves but i feel like it's uh it's kind of redundant yeah the the jags patriots game was just a colossal collapse slash a ama- an amazing comeback by you know the greatest quarterback of all time at this point um
2: and the other game was an even worse collapse. And the other the game, I
0: should have turned it off at halftime and saved my time. Um,
2: yeah, that's what Mike Zimmer's saying, too. Yeah. <laughs> just left. What was the point?
0: But the question- I think the best part about that
2: game, though, is now, like, not only did they just beat the Vikings, but now they get to go to the Super Bowl in the Vikings stadium. Yeah. <laughs> not only do we beat the shit out of you, we're going into your house to win it all. Fuck you guys!
0: It's like beating somebody else, beating somebody up, and walking into his house and sleeping with his wife. Yeah, accurate. Um, but the question—the question that was in my head today was: was let's say Brady retires at the end of next year, I mean, what happens to Gronk after Brady? I think they just put him down. That's that's not quite what I. <laughs>
1: They turn him into glue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Gronk.
2: Gronk <laughs> <felt> tired. <laughs> to, go to time sleep. Time to go to that big old Gronk football in the sky. <laughs> Just have him look out at it at like a river and like, tell us about that farm that she always wanted.
1: <laughs> it's literally at the end of, of Mice and Men.
2: Exactly. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Bill
1: Belichick is fucking, uh, what's his name? <laughs>
0: uh,
2: Lenny, would, Lenny would be Gronk and then I'm remember to I don't
1: remember yeah. the guy's name. <laughs> just imagine all those touchdowns, Gronk. It's going to be okay.
2: Tell me about the bunnies.
1: <laughs> the only thing is, Belichick would not be crying at all. he like, oh, just tell me about the bunnies. Belichick
0: Which wouldn't even be be like, comfort him. like, hey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then it's actually like a helmet-to-head helmet collision.
0: G- <laughs> Jamie Collins was in a contract dispute and he traded him to the Browns. Belichick doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> he has Bill Belichick. He can do as he pleases. Very so very... Gronkowski is signed uh, so again, assuming that that Brady is gone at the end of next year. Gronkowski will still be signed through an additional year or two. I, I can't really because the end of next year will be 2019. He's a free agent in 2020. Is that the beginning of 2020? So like he would only have another season, the twenty nineteen to twenty twenty season, then he'd be a free agent, I think.
2: Yeah, imagine he, that means he's with them through the twenty nineteen season. Okay. Um, so. no, yeah, I, I don't see them getting rid of Gronk. I mean, because now they're freeing up more cap space. He's still the most dominant receiving tight end in the league. Yeah. Uh, and he's a fucking giant. Like, he'll he'll win you no matter what. Yeah. I, I have a lot of trouble believing that a good quarterback can't figure out a way to use
0: Gronkowski. Oh, yeah. So this is this is where, where then my next step went was imagine in two years that Gronk is leaving New England to sign elsewhere. First off, he's the highest-paid cor- tight end in the free agent market, hands down. Where... I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of a dumb question at first because it's like, where is a good fit for Gronk? Everywhere is a good fit for Gronk. Um, where would you guys... Who would you guys like to see Gronk play with, I guess, is the, the better question. Um, hmm. That's, yeah, that's a tough
1: question. One.
0: I mean,
2: because he fits anywhere, really.
0: That's there's very think. few teams mm-hmm. that
2: I would say, like, yeah. there's no point to have Gronk uh, Seattle. The I don't think they need Gronk uh, because they have Jimmy Graham, Nick or Luke Wilson, and uh, Nick Vanette. Like that. That's that's fine enough.
0: Yeah, there's no, no reason to pay him. 12 to 15 million a year for him. I would yeah. like to
1: see him on the Titans. Oh, I yeah. think that would be a really good spot for it, him.
2: And it'd be cool because it would be the first time that they have a literal Titan on their team.
1: Hey. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. That, that, that's the that, only one that even comes to mind. So the one yeah. that comes
0: to mind for me is Green Bay.
1: Yeah, but I Rob like Gronkowski with Aaron Rodgers. Balanced.
0: Sorry, say it again. Yeah,
1: I feel like they've always been so balanced. Like, I mean, yeah, I guess the Patriots' run game can mirror the Packers' run game, and
2: the problem they the, with that they they too different
1: calls. But
2: they—they uh, just—I don't think they have the cap space to afford that kind of. Because like, they already have Clay Matthews, Aaron Rodgers, Jordy Nelson, they like, they have stars everywhere on that team. I can't imagine they can afford to throw Gronk on there too.
0: Well, like, they it, picked up Martellus Bennett because he was cheap. Again, though, this is two years from now. They're not going to have Jordy Nelson two years from now.
2: They might if his legs are right.
0: At least, <laughs> at least not at his current pay. Yeah, they just pay, paid Devonte Adams. They have Randall Cobb signed to way expensive of a contract. They have Jordy Nelson signed to way expensive of a contract. What they're going to do is they're going to have to get Randall Cobb to come down on his amount. They're going to have to get rid of Jordy Nelson, let him go somewhere else. Yeah. Draft like Cortland Sutton or something like that.
2: In the yeah. Round. If I had to pick a place for uh, Gronk to go, I'd probably pick the uh, the Texans, honestly.
0: Oh, I like of that. that. I like that.
2: No one else does. Can you imagine J.J. Watt and oh, God. Rob Gronkowski on the same team?
1: Yes, and it's glorious. It's almost like... It's like bad cop, bad cop... Or good cop, bad cop in a weird way. That's just a fucking sitcom waiting to happen.
0: No, it's basically like WWE Raw in Houston, except they accidentally suited up for a football game. <laughs>
2: Meanwhile... Deshaun Watson's just sitting in there in the back. I'm like, how come all the white guys are bigger than me?
0: <laughs> Somehow racism yeah. didn't work out right for me. <laughs> this is weird. I'm the quarterback. They're bigger.
1: He just says they're staring off into space.
2: <laughs> he kind of does
0: that anyway. Why? Well, At least he's faster I mean, after than that,
1: after this, yeah, right. After that hit, uh in the jags game that helmet to helmet where they both got up and he was super dazed i was like yeah but that's how he always looks
0: Can, <laughs> i saw a tweet that said how do you put gronk through the concussion protocol no really what's the logistical like, really? process
1: he, <laughs> yeah like what he's gonna say all the same shit i mean maybe it's the reverse where all of a sudden he starts talking about like Physics or like nuclear reactors, and they're just like, "Oh, Grog, okay, you definitely need to go to the concussion tent."
2: Well, we put a square peg in a round circle in front of him, and he looked at us and said, "Guys, this isn't gonna fit. We don't know what to do." He's we never said, said that, that before.
0: Out.
1: That was when we decided that he definitely needed to go back to the uh, the physician's office.
2: Yeah, when he gets CTE, he's gonna cure cancer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm just picturing a smart Gronk, and it's really fucking funny. Oh man, yeah, that's that.
0: that's hard to imagine.
1: That's like an alternate reality.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like a law-abiding Aaron Hernandez,
1: or or a really good Cleveland Browns team. Can we oh, do yeah. like can we come up with like this alternate reality string for the NFL like in Tune a in world next
0: week?
2: speaking of next week we're going to have an alternate NFL world that's
0: what I meant (laughs) sports are either of you watching the Pro Bowl at all no okay cool
1: probably not honestly Uh,
2: the only time I've ever watched the Pro Bowl was when I was at the Pro Bowl and even then it was boring fair enough Uh, the cool part about the Pro Bowl when you live in Hawaii is that uh, you just get to see like random football players randomly just walking down the street yeah, I mean, like, like I was just
0: walking it sounds like a dope then, social event. It doesn't sound like a fun game.
2: No, yeah, I think it used to be a lot more interesting uh, back in like olden days because you know players w- weren't so focused on their contracts and all that, and they were just excited to go to Hawaii and get to play again. Yeah. Uh, and so it had more meaning back then. But now it's just kind of like a lost yeah. thing. And now they don't even play it in Hawaii all the time. They play. They're playing in Miami this year, I think.
0: Uh, Orlando. Um,
1: Orlando Orlando
0: it's basically like Miami's butthole
2: <laughs>
0: with Disney World
2: poops yeah
0: but Disney World is it's own city nobody will acknowledge that but it is
2: uh, it, it very much is you you go into Disney World you stay in Disney World you live in Disney World Yeah, it nothing to do with Orlando you die in Disney World <laughs> I still <okay. laughs> you live by the Disney you die by the Disney can I
0: actually take a <laughs> whole bird walk right everywhere. now
2: everywhere huh
0: <laughs> Can I actually take a total b- bird walk right now? There's something I don't that even has know what that bothered you. Sure. You don't know what a bird walk is? It's it's the entire podcast. A...
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, and of course, why would you ever have to ask?
0: A, a, a bird walk is is an unrelated thought that you explore too much. Okay. Um or too in depth. Okay. This has bugged me for like like my entire life. Um since I was like 6. I went to Disneyland when I was younger, and <clears throat> we – so so this is my experience of it. The Disney Lights Parade. Do you guys remember that? Mm-hmm.
1: I've never been to Disneyland or Disney World, so you're asking what? the person. Dude,
2: they're okay. the best. No, no, no. They're it, super fun.
0: It is dope, don't go to the kids because you're going to think it's weird. Um, yeah. Disagree. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I – I think it's... Uh, I. The last time I went, I was like, alright, I'm kind of over this. Um, Probably all make so. mistakes. Yeah, okay, fair enough. <laughs> but so I'm, like, super young, and I'm in Disney, Disneyland, and we're at the Disney Lights Parade, and the thing starts, and then somebody turns the sky down. Like, the sky was bright, and then all of a sudden, the sky, like, went dark as if turned down by a dimmer and I have never been able to figure out what happened and I've told people it and they're all (laughs) like what are you talking about that's that's not and I'm like no no no. they had to like have like an orb above the sky or some shit like this like like we were in a dome or something that they could just suddenly make it dark because I swear to god it just suddenly went dark and everybody just thinks I'm crazy but I I I have like like The last fifteen years or so, I've had this memory that I've been trying to explain to people, and everybody just thinks I'm crazy. Am I crazy? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Just about. Yeah. Definitely.
2: (laughs) Definitely crazy.
1: I have no real like frame of reference, but I'm assuming. Uh, Don't worry, they don't darken the sky. Okay, I was gonna say like. Are you sure it wasn't just like a shadow that was passing over you for some reason? Or like you were hallucinating? <laughs>
2: were like, you on PCP?
0: Did,
1: did six-year-old be David honest. drop LSD before going to Disneyland?
0: You know, if if somebody gave me PCP at five, I guess that'd be all right.
2: <laughs> Explains <laughs> a lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I imagine it's just one of those things that, you know, you, you remember it one way, but it's probably not that way. Uh,
1: I kind of like you remembering it this way, though, because it definitely yeah. makes people think you're nuts.
2: So, and it's much more magical that way. Is it it mean, the that's whole really thing. What it
1: was. Have you ever, but like...
2: in a similar vein, though, even though they can't darken the sky, they do at, at Disneyland own the air rights. So, if you are ever in Disneyland, you mm-hmm. can um, nobody can build anything in Anaheim tall enough that you can see it from within Disneyland. Don't believe me. Next time you go to Disneyland, check it out. You will not be able to see another building.
0: No, I actually believe you.
1: Have you guys ever, like, I don't know, like, overhyped something in your memory? Because this is what I feel like this happens. <laughs> yes. All of the time! Yes. You definitely remember something so much better, and then you ask somebody, like, I do this with apparently all of my high school memories every time I go back home and I meet, like, I only have, like, one friend still from high school. And I talked to her. I'm like, do you remember like that one time when that one kid did the thing and like it was really funny and X Y Z? And she's like, I'm pretty sure you saw that on a television show <laughs> and just somehow adapted it into your own high school experience because our high school was boring.
0: She's like, yeah, that was uh, Friday Night Lights season three, episode four. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, like I feel like that's happened, but I actually like I very distinctly remember some things, and either my mom or my best friend will just be like. Uh, we we don't really remember it that way.
2: Like, <laughs> see, to that your, didn't
0: fucking happen to your point. People like were just like, "No, you're being ridiculous." When I would bring this up to them, <clears throat> and and so I just like accepted. Oh, I'm I'm totally wrong that that didn't actually happen. And then I got older and I found out what a goddamn wizard Walt Disney was, and I was like, "Okay, <laughs> this is possible." <laughs>
1: Uh, that We can get into the whole gaslighting thing about how people just, like, tell you you're an idiot so many times to the point where you don't think it's possible,
2: but... Yeah. I wonder if maybe, like, your parents just, like, threw a hood on you or something and you're just too young <laughs> and to understand.
1: Um, you're just, just kind
2: of like a parrot and you're
0: like, oh, shit, now it's nighttime. I suppose it's possible.
1: <laughs> um, speaking of making your dreams a reality... Um, After the first quarter of the Super Bowl, or no, not Super Bowl, sorry, the Pro Bowl in Orlando, um, the NFL will be bringing out the UCF football team and recognizing them as champions.
0: I'm sorry, what? Um, That's
1: the best thing ever. Yeah, so apparently um, it's on SB Nation, but according to uh, the NFL. The Knights will be brought out onto the field during the Pro Bowl on Sunday. Oh, um,
0: hell yeah.
1: In recognition of their national champion... Oh, here's here's the quote from the press release. When the <laughs> NFL's brightest stars take the field at the 2018 Pro Bowl in Orlando, they'll be joined by UCF's football team. In recognition of their national championship undefeated season, the UCF Knights will be honored by the NFL following the first quarter of the game.
0: Woo! I, I love this this shade that SB Nation throws though. Jay, you'll you'll hate this. One <laughs>
1: I know you will too. I was just waiting to see.
0: One that. wonders if the NFL would have done the same for an undefeated Hawaii team in 2007 if the Warriors had gotten past Georgia in the Sugar Bowl.
2: <laughs> they definitely wouldn't. <laughs>
0: Like, it's not like they're close or anything. Jay, that's why I thought you'd hate this.
1: I <laughs> know, I just loved hearing him get riled
0: up. I
2: live for disrespect, it's all good. <laughs> uh, oh. So, we got... I can't even get mad about it, I'm just sad for Cole Brennan. That's, that's my life at this point. <laughs> oh, why did you have to be such a drunken idiot and get into car accidents over and over?
1: Poor one out. Yeah.
2: Now he's a high school coach for uh, Willie, something like that. Some no-name fucking high school. He's their... I don't even think that he's their head coach. I think he's just the quarterback coach. He was the quarterback coach at Kahuku, which is actually a really good school, but then I don't know what happened there. Eh,
1: you know, <sighs> alcohol.
0: It's Bro. fun. so you don't endorse anything sorry don't take my words as endorsements retweets do not (laughs) imply endorsement um (laughs) so looking forward then we we, let's look past the the pro bowl i i I wrote down a couple of upcoming sports dates that are important uh super bowl is uh the fourth of february The uh, Daytona 500 is the 18th of February. I don't know if either of you are into NASCAR at all, but I am, so.
2: Really? (laughs) I feel... What? (laughs) David's secretly white trash. He hides it well. (laughs)
1: Secretly?
2: But it comes up sometimes. A
1: Steelers fan and a Manchester United fan who's kind of into NASCAR. Oh, God.
2: I know, right? (laughs) I don't know what you want from me. Um, (laughs) you, you tell me that tennis is boring and then you go watch people drive 200 laps in a circle. (laughs) To be fair.
1: So I've been to a couple of NASCAR races and a, if you don't go for the race, at least go for the people watching because holy shit. Oh, it's great. Like some of the greatest contingency, like some of the greatest population members of America. Honestly, the race I went to,
0: I was the people watching. I went and I got heat stroke in the middle of the race and had to spend the whole race trying to cool myself down in the shade. And people kept walking by. Are you okay? I'm like, I'm dying.
1: (laughs) I got sunburns on my boobs so badly that they blistered.
0: Yeah, you were at a NASCAR race.
1: Exactly. Like, (laughs) I fit in perfectly. (laughs) This is great. Um, But also, I mean, I don't know. Like, I... So my best friend works for NASCAR. He's in their like production team, video production.
0: That's dope.
1: And I get into like, I I did some of the whole like when they did the Sprint Cup series, and I followed some of that. And they have NASCAR like fantasy NASCAR, which is terrible. It's um, really bad. Yeah, <laughs> it's so bad. I don't understand
0: um, how leagues have bad fantasy sports. It's not difficult. Follow yeah. the football model. They figured it yeah. out. Don't try to yeah. be like, oh, ours is this way. Just fucking follow the model.
2: Every time Jeff Gordon gets a touchdown, give him six. Points. <laughs> <laughs> but I
1: mean, like, accurate. I would fucking love to see Jeff Gordon get a touchdown.
2: But my I thing just is, like to
0: see him get tackled.
1: <laughs> yes. My <laughs> biggest gripe with Jeff Gordon's with NASCAR, like five foot eight, isn't he? Uh, he's, they're all super short. Yeah. I mean, Danica
0: Patrick's like five foot one.
1: Yeah,
2: bowlegged. Yeah, he's five foot eight. Um, oh wow, I hit it right on the head. Yeah, she's five foot two, so you're
0: one for two. Yeah. Whatever.
1: And she's dating Aaron Rodgers, which is weird.
0: Um, <laughs> I, yeah, we went over this. Jay, can you please reference your tweet right here?
2: Yeah. Um. So Danica Patrick is dating Aaron Rodgers, and going from Olivia Munn to Danica Patrick is like the exact opposite of what Ashton Kutcher did when he went from <laughs> Demi Moore or whatever to Mila Kunis. If you're if you're going Olivia Munn to Dana Patrick you fucked up. Period. Really
1: fucked
2: up. Yeah. That's I don't know why people think that Dana Patrick
0: is attractive. She's not. She does have more money than Olivia Munn, but yeah.
2: Yeah, oh that's the attractive part about her. But you know, Aaron Rodgers, he doesn't really need money. Which he could be broke my... and then like just go to yeah. fucking uh Green Bay and they would feed him in House him for the rest of his life.
1: That is my biggest gripe with NASCAR is that it, as much as we talk about other sports being trash cows, like NASCAR, like you literally, yes, you can be very reactive and you have to have a really good reaction time. And not anybody can fucking drive a car and keep their cool at that, with those turns. But ultimately, it comes down to your equipment. And that's the one part where I'm just like, I don't get. I mean, like, yeah. If anybody has not anybody, but like, you have the best drivers in the world, and what gives them their edge is not their athletic prowess; it's how much they, how much money they put into their actual equipment. Oh yeah, into the cars and into the engines and the tires, and there are only so many. Like, they are very small things that they, we're able to fluctuate. Yep, like. It's so small, and you have to stay within a range, but yeah. the amount of money that like fluctuates in that range is fucking ridiculous. See, this is the and thing
0: that I've loved watching about it over the last year, is NASCAR just recently started really cracking down. Like They, they made some changes to what is and isn't allowed, and they've just started cracking down really hard on, on people who, because ha- who, um, they'll do pre- and post-race inspections of cars and if they find mm-hmm. out that you broke the rules either at other time, they'll dock you points. But as far as my understanding is, uh, it, maybe they, they do money sometimes, but as far as my understanding is, is the money still stays the same. So you're dealing with a a push-pull between the drivers and the ownership, where the ownership wants you to win and make all of this money, whereas the drivers still want to be competitive on a points basis, because the actual the actual final purse is is significant, and as, as well yeah. as as well as the uh, you know the, 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 there are record books that they're going after as well. So yeah. it, it it brings an interesting dynamic into it that uh, that previously wasn't yeah. wasn't there.
1: Well, they should obviously. But, I mean, you know, like, part of them didn't because they didn't want to because they've convinced themselves that, like, that's why the viewership tunes in. And they've been struggling with sponsorship money for years and years now. Well, Um, yeah.
0: It used to be called the Winston Cup Series. I mean, mm -hmm. their major sponsor used to be a cigarette company. That tells you Mm -hmm. all you need to know about their viewership base.
2: Yeah, I mean... NASCAR has a viewership base because it's the easiest sport to follow when you're pissed drunk. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's That's why if they smart, they'll schedule more night games.
1: Yeah. Well, and also. <laughs> I actually, no, because be, people would
0: fall asleep by then.
1: <laughs> it used to be much more. I guess not parody, but like, you used to not have. I mean, if you're talking about Dynasty, too, you used to not have the same one or two guys constantly at the top.
0: Uh I mean,.
1: You've always had the same one or two guys competing, like, in the top ten, but there's never been, like, a streak of, like, for 17 out of the 21 years, X has won it.
0: That's... A team has won it.
1: uh, Dale Earnhardt won it in
0: 1980, 1986 and 87, 1990 and 91, and 1993 and 94. So he got back-to-back titles three times. Yeah, and then his kid went on to dominate. <laughs> no, Earnhardt Jr. never won a title. What piece of shit?
2: <laughs> Disowned. Yeah.
0: He was really he good. He, he was really, really good. He was always right there, but uh, he never won. Oh, yeah. a title. Oh yeah,
2: how many titles does he have?
0: Dale Earnhardt has uh, six. Exactly. Uh, seven. Exactly. Sorry.
2: Yeah, and his kid has zero.
0: His kid
2: Disowned.
0: has zero. <laughs> Disowned. But no. Uh, it, Over the last, um, so just pushing back on what, on, so I guess what your point on the fact of earlier, um, earlier on in the history of NASCAR, there really wasn't this major dominance with the exception of Dale Earnhardt and Richard Petty. Um, those two were the, were the dominant forces. Um, looking up real quick, how many did Petty have? um 71 72 74 75 79 he was the champion um and then seven Daytona 500 winners which the for anybody who doesn't know Daytona 500 is the top race in NASCAR uh it doesn't make a lot of sense to a lot of people cuz it's the first race of the year but it's it is the top race um the in modern history though uh I'm, I'm blanking on his name. It's uh, Jimmy Johnson is the – Oh,
1: yeah.
0: Is the uh... – <clears throat> Yeah.
2: And what a career he's had because
0: – Oh, my God. First
2: he was dominant at Miami. Uh, <laughs> then he goes to the Cowboys, dominant there. And then he becomes a professional NASCAR
0: driver and just fucking titles after titles. No, this, this is, is like, Jimmy Johnson. This is a goddamn travesty, okay? I'm trying to make a point that Jimmy Johnson is actually a ama- Also, I, I get your joke; it's funny. Um, Thank you. That's all I needed. That's all I needed. I I did laugh, but I'm appalled at the moment. So, <laughs> Jimmy Johnson that, that's is how like, most
2: of my jokes go For the record, Jimmy Johnson is the greatest.
0: The greatest modern driver because he has like six or seven. I can't remember what the exact number is. Titles, which is unreal in the modern modern time nobody else has those numbers but for some reason when you search in wikipedia and you type in jimmy johnson you get jimmy johnson american football coach jimmy johnson (laughs) cornerback jimmy johnson musician jimmy johnson baseball jimmy johnson blues guitarist jimmy johnson bassist jimmy johnson cartoonist jimmy johnson quarterback or jimmy john stone no, I want Jimmy Johnson... But wait, no, NASCAR. you're spelling, Are
1: you spelling his name right? Because it's J-I-M-M-I-E.
0: Since when?
1: Since literally forever. That's fucking <laughs> That's stupid.
0: Was
1: born. Oh my god. Leave it to the NASCAR fan to throw a huge stink about SEO results.
0: hey, hey. Really? He hey. doesn't
1: even know how to spell one of the most famous drivers.
0: When did you ever <laughs> expect a NASCAR fan to spell correctly?
1: <laughs> Actually, you bring up a really good point. Yep. I can't, can't refute that one.
0: He has seven <laughs> titles between 2006 and
1: 2016. So, yeah. Accurate. He,
0: he won 2006 through 2010, five in a row. Hmm. And then 13 and 16 as well. So,
1: impressive. So, basically, these are all just incredible hyperboles and.
0: Well, no, We well, what happened is we just found another reason that that tweet was wrong. So
1: basically, don't put all of your stock in Twitter.
0: Side note,
2: The Incredible Hyperboles is a great band name.
1: It actually is. I feel like all of their songs would be, like...
2: <laughs> Way synth- overhyped.
0: Hey, Jay, we should stop being developers and start working on our, our music, music career. All right, I'm in. As The Incredible Hyperboles.
1: Maybe the keyboardist. Yeah, We're, sure. Why not? I'm really, really good at the keyboard. Okay, but I've never played it, so I'm being hyper hyperbolic. Perfect. <laughs> I
0: was gonna say all of our songs will be about how much money we have.
2: Yeah. I, I like to imagine like being at that concert and someone shouts like, "You guys suck," and you'd be like, "Exactly." <laughs> you get it. That guy gets it. None of y'all got it. He got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: that man. guy got free tickets. <laughs> get up here, man.
1: <laughs> You're probably better at this than we are, but we're never going to get it.
0: <laughs> Alright, Harmonica <laughs> Solo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> God, we would have some fucking kick-ass shows, though.
2: That That is possible.
0: <laughs> we would just have an open bar <laughs> we, we,
1: an open bar and we would be like and yeah, we have Pyro Technics, and it's actually Jay holding a light
0: well, no, <laughs> it's a match what happens they get up to the open bar and they'd be like yeah I'll I'll, I'll get a can I get a Jameson and they're like uh, no actually we only have Old English or Rolling Rock <laughs> uh, fucking o- party man OEP <sighs> o- yeah. you got some orange
2: juice back there too let's make some brass monkey.
0: <laughs> oh, sorry. Because of copyright purposes, they can't perform that song. But you know, we'll, we'll work it out.
2: Whoa! Since when have we cared about what other people tell us to do? We copyright rules. Artistic,
1: rule? artistic re- reiteration uh, <laughs> it means to us emotionally.
0: So we. So
1: anyway, here's Freebird, but not really.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's more like not chained up bird. You know, it's it's. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's more like an eel. I'm as
0: so,
2: free as a bird. As long as that bird is like got like clip wings and just kind of yeah. flops around.
1: This is our take on free bird, <clears throat> liberate <and>
2: <laughs> The bright side are, is ours is only six minutes long, so you don't have to sit here for the entire thirteen minutes. <laughs> You're welcome.
1: <laughs> Actually ours is twenty minutes long. <laughs>
2: with a 10-minute drum solo, and I got it a beat-a-style.
1: <laughs> and the drum solo is just like hitting one drumstick on an empty trash bin. <laughs> just... <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Woo! This is better than Phil Collins!
2: You guys laugh, but the Ramones basically did that with, uh, I think it was Beat on the Brat, where, or maybe it was like, I Want to Be Sedated. I think it was I Want to Be Sedated. The entire solo is just one note. This played over and over. It's just eighth notes. It's just. And then there's like chords in the background to make it a little bit interesting. But it's got to be the most boring solo ever and created. And the laziest. If you ever want to learn a guitar solo right away, that's the one. You just put your finger down and just. strum. Yep. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, kind so of this this
1: hypothetical write. rock show is really, really exciting me. So
2: <laughs> That's kind of just all this podcast is. It's a lot of high effort dumb shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> a lot of hypotheticals.
2: Yeah. Um, I,
0: I, I did write down more important upcoming dates. Um, MLS opening day is the 3rd of March.
1: Oh, sign me up.
0: That sounded sarcastic, but we'll move on. Um, Baseball opening day is the 29th of March. Sign me up.
1: That one can't come soon enough.
0: So, and and did you hear, Kira, uh, uh, unlike previous years, um, and maybe they did this far back, but unlike at least last year, uh, baseball opening day is a true opening day. All teams have a game. That's exciting. Yeah.
1: Like we haven't
0: had that in a while. As I said, I, I don't know. If, I'm sure they've done it before, but th- not last yeah. year. Or I'm, I'm guessing several years in the past. Um, so the 16, sooner we get to baseball postseason, the better. <laughs> I I really enjoy like the first month of baseball where I get to pretend that the Mariners have a chance, and then <laughs> I wait for the postseason.
2: No, no, no. That's not entirely fair. It's the first month, and then for like a couple weeks in June. Yeah. yeah, oh, that they're only the three break. games back. They can do this. That pitcher is great. What the fuck happened to him? Oh my god,
0: Felix Hernandez—he got old. That's what happened to him. <laughs> um, I so
1: really, I love. I'm I'm probably one of the very few where I'm just like, I get super super into, um, into baseball like throughout the year, except for maybe like two dead weeks, and that's mostly because. A, it's really cheap to go to A's games out here, mm. and B, I drink a lot.
0: <laughs> so. Well, on the bright side, during uh, when all we have is baseball and uh, MLS and stuff, you, you will, eventually we'll get Evan on here, and you and Evan can talk baseball, and uh, Jay and I can listen going, oh, I, I didn't know that that was important about baseball. Perfect. Mm, yes. Batting. yes. Mm. Evan. Nice. Evan, for for the record, used to be, um, and actually, he may still be. I, I know he got a new job, but I don't know if he left his old one. Um, he was the a writer for the um, Sacramento River Cats for a while.
1: Oh no shit. Yeah. I know a lot of people
0: up there. Yeah. Well, and he lives in Davis, I think. But he, he was he was doing that so. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I saw recently he got a new job. I just don't know if he left his old one, but, um, yeah. So then after baseball opening day, March madness, the actual championship is, uh, the championship game is the 2nd of April. Then we've got UEFA cup final for anybody who doesn't know. That's the European, um, like the best of the European soccer teams playing against each other that's the 26th of may um oh and a week before that is the english cup final fa cup final which is the 19th and then the nba finals start the 31st of did, may did you
2: mention the uh the winter olympics are coming up uh
0: a couple weeks Ooh. does anybody watch anything other than the half pipe
2: figure so scanning, oh, bro
0: i no. what what
1: <laughs> no are you kidding? You would seriously miss out on the chance to witness whatever the next Tanya Harding is.
0: <laughs> I don't even know who the first Tanya Harding was.
2: Oh my God! Kill yourself. Ooh. Might be a little bit overreaction, but that is a very important moment in sports history and possibly oh. the most entertaining.
1: And one of the pettiest ever.
0: All I know is there was a movie that came out. and It was called I Tonya, and I was like, I Robot sucked. I don't want to watch the sequel.
2: No, you. You, <laughs> you want to watch, watch about Tanya Harding? Tanya Harding. Uh, is from Portland, speaking of, uh, you know, homerism. And uh, makes one of she, us. I don't remember if she actually hired or she was in, didn't hinder somebody to literally take a baseball bat to her fellow country woman's knee so that way she could uh, get into the Olympics.
0: Google search, Tanya <laughs> Harding. <laughs> the only
2: thing that might be more interesting is when Monica Seles got stabbed in Wimbledon.
0: Uh, after the it's games it. ended, she pleaded guilty to hindering the prosecution and was banned for life from the US Figure Skating Association.
2: I, I thought it was funny, in that I, Tanya movie, I just saw a preview for it, um, they said, you know, do you feel like you need to apologize? And her response was, the time for apologies is over. Like, we're ever gonna forgive her. (laughs) Like, anyone's gonna be like, you know... this is fucking crazy. Yeah. The world's not gonna forgive you for that? Are you out of your fucking mind? Seriously. I'm sorry that it's gonna be hard for you, but you broke your friend's knee.
0: People don't forget!
1: And the biggest thing was how it was like, oh, she never explicitly said anything. It's like, okay, come the fuck on, really. (sighs) Yeah. Nobody gives a shit. Yeah,
2: just insane.
0: Hold on, hold on. I'm looking at her Wikipedia. This is actually excellent. In 2002, she boxed against Paula Jones (laughs) on the Fox TV Network celebrity boxing event, winning the fight. Yeah,
2: she became a boxer, which is funny. February 22nd, 2003,
0: she made her official women's professional boxing debut, losing a four-round decision to the undercard of the Mike tyson clifford etienne about amid rumors that she was having financial difficulties and needed to fight in the ring to earn money she did another celebrity boxing match on the man show and won against co-host Doug Stanhope oh Stanhope God. later claimed on his podcast that the fight was fixed because Tanya Harding refused to quote fight a man
2: hmm. Yeah I don't know about that That's a, that sounds weird
0: this is what you Wikipedia know? says, and Wikipedia it, is never wrong.
1: Wikipedia is always, always yeah,
0: wrong. Yeah, well, I'm sure that he claimed
2: that, which is what Wikipedia says, but I don't know if I would you, trust his word over hers. You, you don't Especially think, when he just got beat up by one of the women that the world hates.
0: You don't think Doug Stanhope, currently age 50, stand-up comedian, is a good fighter?
2: I have my doubts. He's prolific. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, totally unrelated to any of this. Uh, just That's the whole podcast. Speaking of <laughs> random things that are rare to see in sports, uh, currently at the Australian Open, we have the opportunity to see something that eh, pops up every couple of years, which is uh, referred to as the wooden spoon. I don't know why it's called the wooden spoon. Don't ask me.
0: Somebody but what be like, acting up.
2: I guess, but what it is is uh, it, it you, you give it to the player that they lost in the first round, and then their opponent went to the next round and lost, and then that winner went and lost all the way up to the top. So this year Tsitsipas lost to Shapovolov, who then in the next round lost to Sanga, who then lost to Kyrgios, who then lost to Dimitrov, and now Dimitrov is currently uh, losing to Kyle Edmund. Okay. If that upset I was gonna happened,
1: say, if you hadn't added in Kyle Edmund, this sounds like the opening chapter from like um, War and Peace.
2: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, Shop of love from Canada, but everyone else War and Peace, which is funny because he has like the most exotic name of them all. <laughs> Edmund. Um, yeah, Kyle Edmund from Britain. But yeah, <laughs> so then if. If Edmund wins this match, and barring any other upsets, he would go on to play Nadal, who would likely beat the living shit out of him, and then Nadal would go on to play in the finals against Roger Federer, which is like a 50-50 match, really. Yeah. But hypothetically, if he he wins this, loses the next round, and then Nadal loses the finals, we could give Sitsipas the ever-so-rare wooden spoon. I think the last time it happened was like 2014.
0: At the US? Why do they call it the wooden spoon?
2: Remember how I started this with, I don't know why they call it the sp- wooden spoon, don't ask me?
0: Uh, no, if I remembered that, I wouldn't have asked the question.
2: Because <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know why they call it the wooden spoon, don't ask
1: me. <laughs> oh, boy. I would She's apologize,
0: so but we both know I'm not sorry. Sure.
1: Like... Oh, my goodness.
0: In the words of Demi Lovato, never mind.
1: Oh, God. Oh. God. <laughs> we need to wrap this up if we're getting into Demi
0: Lovato. I know, I not. I'm not getting into it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, man.
0: There was a moment there when I thought I would strain my voice, and then I went, you know, was a great idea, is not doing that.
2: I was actually wrong. The last time it happened was in 2016 at the French Open, Helena Jankovic, wooden spoon. Also that year, Nadal got the wooden
0: spoon. You can pronounce that name, but you can't pronounce Mourinho. Yep.
2: But I also hear him a lot more often.
0: uh whatever her name was, I can't even. The the
2: the weird one was uh, yesterday they had Shuai, Suai, and it's spelled H S I E H, which apparently is pronounced Shuai. <laughs>
1: Shuai. Yeah. <laughs> The um, crazy, but yeah. Um, so, in the history of the wooden spoon.
2: That's exactly what I was looking at. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, the term is of British origin and has spread to other countries and is usually given to an individual or team which come last in a competition, but sometimes also to runners up. Um, it was originally presented at the University of Cambridge as a booby prize awarded by the students to the man who achieved the lowest exam marks but still earned a third class degree. Um, as what kind of prize? A third class degree in the mathematical tripos.
0: No, no, be- before that. <laughs> oh. You said a de- A booby prize? Yeah. Like Isn't a- the booby already the prize?
1: Oh my God! <laughs>
0: thirteen for all thirteen. I was going
1: to say it depends on the booby, but you guys are
0: no. That's you know. actually a better point.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um.
2: There's very few that I wouldn't want to see. I mean, they not, might not be pretty, but you know, I'm still interested. Just like
1: all ah! field research. Hmm. All field research. Exactly. Yeah, um.
0: Yeah, I I think there's plenty that Jesus. I'm all right on.
1: So the spoons themselves, actually made of wood, kept growing larger and in latter years measured up to five feet long. And (laughs) there's this picture of some guy with the last wooden spoon and this thing is like fucking a behemoth. Like what in the hell? Like did they...
2: This is the the ultimate fuck you prize.
1: (laughs) Seriously, this is 100% something that we would do just because it's fucking ridiculous. Um, there's a
2: five-foot wooden spoon.
1: Enjoy. I like, like the ornamental. idea, though. I,
0: I have this idea in my head that there's, like, some guy at the tournament who's actively carving the spoon every single tournament, and, like, only every now and then he gets to give it out. So he gets to the end, mean, end of the tournament, he's like, ah, oh, fuck, all this work for nothing. I mean, it's pretty
1: fucking ornate, so Yes. Um the last wooden spoon oh I love this name was awarded to Cuthbert's Lempriere Holthouse
0: I'm sorry what
1: Cuthbert Lempriere Holthouse The handle huh. was shaped like an oar and inscribed with an epigram in Greek translated to loosely this wooden object is the last souvenir of the competitive examinations in mathematics Look upon it And weep. It's a spoon. This is aggressive.
2: I (laughs) I really want to meet the person who holds a wooden spoon at me and is like, Look at it and weep! (laughs) Do you bite your thumb at me, sir?
1: I'm gonna use that for, like, everything now whenever I ask (laughs) you guys random shit. Like,
2: look upon this meme and weep! (laughs) Uh,
1: Yeah, tennis. The wooden spoon is also known as the anti-slam. It is described as the worst possible outcome in a tournament. Applying to the uh, player who just kind of gets fucked over.
2: Yep, just loses all the way up. Which is kind of fun, you know? You're, just, you're placing a curse on somebody. But yeah, if uh, the, the most unlikely one right now is Kyle Edmund uh, upsetting Dimitrov. But uh, th- there's a chance. They're they're 1-1 in the match right now. And I think Edmund, he was fighting for a break point a minute ago. He might be up a break, which would be good. I
1: think
2: so. Uh, No, they're on serve.
1: I know what I'm giving you both for Christmas. It's just going to be a giant fucking ornamental wooden spoon.
0: Honestly, the best (laughs) present I could
2: ever ask
1: for. (laughs) (laughs) It's so thoughtful. Look at this.
0: Maybe the best present I would never ask for. (laughs)
1: <laughs> that's all I aim for
2: <laughs>
0: oh thank you okay Just put
2: that over there never touch it again
0: Alrighty. so before we uh, before we wrap this up I want to ask you guys one question that I'm going to ask you next weekend as well because next next weekend uh, for people who have kind of caught on we have something different planned um, what are you guys predictions for the Super Bowl? And, and I Patriots. don't want you to just say the Patriots are going to win. Give Broncos me- by thirty. No, what? No, that's not what I meant at all. <laughs>
1: uh, is going to ride down on a goat.
0: Give me a score.
2: Uh, Patriots thirty-one,
0: Eagles fourteen. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to go. Pats twenty-one, Eagles twenty. I'm going Patriots. 17, Uh, Eagles 10.
2: Yeah, actually, I'm going to change my fucking prediction because screw both of you. Pat, 17, Eagles,
0: 28.
2: Ooh. Damn. Yeah. That that defense is good, and Nick Foles is surprising.
0: You're not wrong about the first point.
1: I just don't trust the Eagles to blow it, or slash the Patriots to not be the Patriots in the final five minutes.
2: Yeah. Yeah, well, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm pulling. I'm pulling for the Eagles.
0: Oh, we're all we pulling for them.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not even a question. We are all really big fans of Nick Foles and the Eagles this week, especially after that guy ran into a fucking pole. <laughs> <laughs> like,
2: uh, That—that's the one that just keeps on giving.
1: <laughs> did you see? There's like the other angle of it. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Another, his friend
0: on the platform. So good. <laughs> Thank goodness that that guy was A, recording, and B, decided to share.
2: <laughs> for, okay. By the way, for, for the record, uh, why I say he's been, Nick Foles has been surprising. Uh, at, in the Atlanta game, 23 for 30, uh, 246 yards. And then in the Minnesota game, 26 for 33. Uh, 352 yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions through all of that. It's yeah. actually pretty decent. Uh, you know, guys, he's averaging on those two games, 77.8% and has an average rating of 122.1.
0: Look, I mean, he's going to be completely average for the Browns next year, but other than that, he's doing great.
2: No, he's the ultimate backup quarterback. I would not start him anywhere, but he's the best backup you can ask for right now. Yeah. Before it was
0: Case Keenum. No, before it was Jimmy Garoppolo, but yeah. Oh,
2: yeah, that's fair. That's that's absolutely fair. (laughs) But Case Keenum is up there. Nick Foles is perfect as a backup.
0: The thing with Jimmy G and Case Keenum
2: is that they should both start.
0: But where is the question? Because where where should Case Keenum start? He's not going to start in Minnesota. They're not they're not going to give him twenty million a year, which is what they'd have to get him to keep him there.
2: Yeah, no one should give him twenty million a year
0: because they'd have <laughs> to they'd have to either sign him to a long co- contract or they'd have to franchise him, and they're not going to do either of those things. They would give him like a one year sixteen or or fourteen million dollar contract or something like that, and he just can get more elsewhere. So he's going yeah. to roll yeah. out, he's going to go somewhere else, and somebody's going to pay him, somebody like... you know, Arizona. This, uh, oh my god, that makes too much sense to possibly happen. Um, um,
1: it's not going to fucking
2: happen. Normally I'd say yes, but they don't have Bruce Arians anymore.
0: So. I was going to say the Jets, but Great. yeah, that actually makes way more sense.
2: Uh, I think the Jets makes an equal amount of sense, because the Jets will say, we could service him for a year.
0: The problem with the Jets is the New York media, I don't... I don't I I think that the Jets' ownership is going to know that going into it. Like, hey, we're going to get roasted on the daily if we do this shit.
2: They've they've been servicing Josh McCown and fucking Fitzpatrick for the past few years. They don't give a shit.
0: But when they did that, everybody knew that it was a stopgap, not that it was a long-term thing. If you're signing Case Keenum in the offseason as a free agent, you're giving him four years, $60 million at least.
2: Oh yeah, I, I was saying it as Case Keenum for a year contract with the Jets.
0: Okay, yeah, I mean he's not going to do that. If he's going to do a one year contract, he'll stay with the Vikings, and, and he'll give him a, a deal on the one year. He's going to yeah. go. I I think he's going to go somewhere, and he's going to get a, a three or four year deal at at an average of about fifteen million. That's what I think is going to happen for him. Down in Phoenix. That that I mean honestly, that's the one that makes the most sense in terms of. Uh, what it's actually probably going to happen. Yeah. Which sucks, because I...
2: Honestly, that's not the quarterback I want them to take. I want them to get fucking Tyrod Taylor. Can you imagine that read option? Whew. Why
0: Whew. would you want that to happen? They're in your division. I don't give a shit. I like watching good games. See, that's what a true football fan should say.
2: I want to see everybody doing the best that they can, except for the Niners. And even then, I'm still excited to see them with Jimmy G.
0: So yeah, I want to see everybody doing the best they can, with the exception of the Niners, the Colts, the Ravens, the Browns, and the Bengals.
2: So you want to see like a four, or three-fourths of the league doing well.
0: Correct. Correct.
2: <laughs> I think against the Niners being so terrible is that the rivalry is dead because it's so fucking boring. Like,
0: Don't make it exciting every, again.
2: The, the only time that it was exciting in the past couple of years is when Seattle put in their second string, and even then the Niners couldn't win. <laughs> like, that's the most we've gotten out of it. There was a time when we faced off in the NFC Championship and Richard Sermon got the fucking tip. It was glorious. Everyone remembers it. It was such a hot moment in that rivalry.
0: And, and now it's just,
2: oh, we're going to go down to San Francisco this year and then we're going to beat him up. And then they're going to come up and we're going to beat them up up there. Sorry, I know it's uh, Santa Clara or whatever, right? Not San, San Francisco, but whatever. Player mates.
0: Kira, can you confirm that? Santa Clara?
1: What? Sorry.
0: No, okay. it's okay.
2: It's in Santa Clara. I was there
0: like yes, a couple of years ago, is. I remember.
1: Yeah, sorry. Levi's in Santa Clara.
0: Oh, yes. okay. I, I didn't actually sorry, know, I
1: was reading so. a very in-depth tweet thread about... Uh, tariff on solar panels that is going to kill the solar industry. So.
2: Oh yeah, I saw that. That's, that's Wahoo! True. Hashtag Trump.
1: Anyway, yes, it's in Santa Clara. It's a yeah. bitch to get to, by the way.
2: Yeah. But, it does share a parking lot with Great America.
1: Yes! Which is the greatest because I remember when we had FC there for the Pac-12 first year
2: we oh had our God. tailgate
1: inside the Great America theme park and I got to ride roller coasters for free.
2: That's awesome. That sounds amazing.
1: It was legit. <laughs> Thanks, VIP Tailgate.
2: Oh, every time you tell these stories, I just get more and more jealous.
1: You know, it's it's an old chapter in my life. I've closed that, closed that chapter. Have you, though? Apparently. <laughs> but, yeah.
0: Well, guys, anything else you want to hit before we sign off?
2: Um, mm. Tennis Sandgren is literally a player named tennis who's playing tennis and repping for America right now.
0: Jay, if I was going to put money on one tennis player to win the Australian Open, who should I put money on?
2: Uh, Male or female?
0: Uh, Yes. (laughs)
2: Uh, (laughs) I would say for the men's, you can't go wrong with Nadal or Federer. I give the edge to Federer for women's. um, I like Madison Keys, but if I had to put money on it, I would pick Angelique Kerber. She looks the most ready to go and take it all. I Madison Keys is the sole American left, and she's playing very, very well right now. And if I, if I was looking at it objectively and saying, this reason, this reason, that reason, I think this player looks the most complete, I'm going to go with her. I'd go with Madison Keys, But my instinct tells me the way Kerber is playing, with the power game she's doing, with the amount of movement she can do, I'm giving the edge to Angelique Kerber. Although who knows, we could have Chung win, and that'd be fucking awesome.
0: Is it the ATP tour?
2: ATP is the men's tour. Uh, WTA is the women's.
0: Okay, ATPA tour. Uh, Australian Open. Oh, uh, they only have match by match. Oh, you have um, to pick so you outright. Can't. You have to pick the outright winner at like in the beginning. Hmm. Okay, well let's revise this question. Let's say I was looking at the French Open.
2: Uh Rafael Nadal, hands down. Um since 2005, he's won 10 French Opens. Wow. It's it's a fucking no-brainer.
0: And you've got even odds.
2: <sighs> I, I don't know what that means, but it's it's wrong.
0: Put in $100 and you get $100 if he wins. Or 100. They, they should give
2: you they should give you like 10 cents, honestly.
0: Right, one, two, three. No Novak is plus four hundred, which means put in a hundred and you'll win four hundred.
2: Don't put any money on Novak
0: Dirk I'm not going to, but you know.
2: His elbow's still fucked up.
0: What about Nick Kyrgios?
2: Um Nick Kyrgios, His <laughs> game like doesn't Kyrgos. translate. <laughs> his, his game won't translate. Put money on him at the at Wimbledon, don't put it on at the French.
0: Oh, that's good, because they also have Wimbledon. So Wimbledon, Nick Kyrgios... You said "curios" yeah. or Kyrgos? Kyrgios?
2: Kyrgios. Curios. Curious. Like the, the G is. And it's so. like a
0: special new kind of cereal. Curios. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So he's plus twenty five hundred, which means put a hundred, you get twenty five hundred.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's definitely a long shot, but if he's um, he's showing a lot of improvements this season, he's a lot more mature. Uh, he's played some great matches in this one already. Uh, the grass court will really play to his style a lot. I would. I'm not gonna say he's going to win it, but if he's gonna win one this year, that's the one that he's most likely to
0: win. Yeah. So for men's he, Wimbledon, he the for men's Wimbledon, uh, the the top four options are Federer at plus 275, Murray at plus 400, uh, Djokovic at plus 400, and Nadal at plus 600. Uh, yeah. I don't even
2: know if Murray's gonna play in it. So. That's
0: uh yeah it's all Washington. early lines so uh
2: well he, he hasn't played this season yet because of uh, hip surgery
0: so
2: oh. we're we're uh, tournament by tournament wondering
0: how speculative he, when, of them
2: yeah when will he be back
0: it's almost but, like mean, his... the sports books want me to make a bet that I will automatically lose
2: yeah also you don't want to really put too much on Andy Murray I, I love Andy Murray he's one of my favorite players if not my favorite player right now. Agreed. Uh but it's just so sad. I think he's made ten finals and he has two titles. Yeah.
0: Wow. He just
2: it's in his own head. He doesn't
0: finish. That's almost as bad as uh Sergio Garcia.
2: Uh yeah, except Sergio finally won one. Um
0: Right, but he has one too.
2: It's true. No, song is the uh the Sergio Garcia of tennis. One of the best players for so long and has just never won a title. I don't know why. He just never can seem to figure it out. He got to a final in 2008. uh, I believe it was the U.S. Then he lost that one. But every year, you you look at him you're like, this guy's got everything. He can do it all. And then somehow he loses every time. It's very sad. I love rooting for the guy.
0: Well, guys, I think this is great. I think it's pretty excellent that uh, Jay's into tennis. Jay and I both are uh, mildly into golf, mostly into (laughs) playing it, partially into watching it. Uh, I enjoy soccer and NASCAR. Kira's all on to baseball. We all vaguely watch basketball. This uh, is what
1: you talk about when you talk about... Creating a diverse community and honoring our individual views.
2: Speaking of, Brandon Short, professional paintballer for Dynasty, just announced this is going to be his last year. (laughs) It's crazy. That guy's been playing forever. I'm going to miss him.
1: Oh, (laughs) RIP.
0: If if you need me, I'll be busy reading up on eSports to try to balance all this up.
1: (laughs) No. It's okay. I've been reading about the U.S. Olympic teams that they just viewed from Ralph Lauren. That include battery-powered heated jackets.
0: Oh, cool. So, Jeez.
1: And really weird gloves that look like a gay ranch hand. <laughs>
0: <sighs> All Alrighty,
1: right. kids.
0: Talk to you, see you later.
1: Yeah, tattooed a little
0: bit. Another great installment of a completely unprepared podcast in which I was all too prepared and yet still completely unprepared. Yeah, I'm so still fumbled there
2: and got it wrong. Oh. Yep. All right, talk to you, guys later. you <laughs> Quick wooden spoon update by the way. Yeah. Kyle Levin is now up two sets to one. Let's go, wooden spoon forever. <laughs> wooden spoon. <laughs>
1: wooden spoon. Okay. We'll use the wooden spoon for our drum solo.
0: I was just gonna say the the incredible <laughs> hyperbole's need to use the wooden spoon in our drum solo for our parody song called Wooden Spoon Forever, which is a parody of Strawberry Fields Forever. <laughs>
1: down all boom boom tone. <laughs> one tone